Hello, and welcome to the NatureWise podcast. We're talking about ancient wisdom, natural intelligence, and the regenerative revolution with inspiring guests, tips, tools, and stories that reconnect you to nature's wisdom and your inner wisdom. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Let's get started. Good morning, Dad, Poppy, Popsters. Good morning, Good morning to you, our community members out there. Welcome to Shamanic Sundays. Oh. We're so grateful to be here and to be here with you, Dad, and to be here with you, our, our friends out there. Um, we started Shamanic Sundays, Nicole and I and, and my dad and, and my mom. We actually were all kind of part of the conversation, dreaming it up as a way to bring your 55 plus years of, of pioneering work and being a bridge builder between indigenous wisdom and shamanism and using that, that um, those, I want to say beautiful principles that we need so much in today's world to address the challenges of the times. So grateful to be here um, in the spirit of, of right relationship and sacred reciprocity, which, which are two important things in, in shamanic spirituality and principles, indigenous wisdom that, that I've been taught. And um, would you start us off with a prayer for today? Yeah, thank you. Oh. Thank you. The prayer starts with just taking a moment to be in the silence and the experience being breathed and releasing. Gratitude to you, great mystery, with respect and appreciation to the Lakota people. The term Wachantanka means sacred mystery in the, in the language of the Lakota. So I use it respectfully with gratitude to honor that sacred mystery, the creative wisdom power of the universe that gives us this breath of life. Thank you for this life, for the gifts of creation. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity and being alive. We open our awareness to your presence and to access consciously fullest blossoming greatest good awareness, understanding of our interrelatedness with all of creation, all of what you've created, all of Mother Earth, all of nature, all of life, all of the cosmos. While we experience our what seems like our individual vibratory field, we're meshed in a field of infinite vibrating oneness alive here now with the ability to make conscious choice about what we put our attention into. So may we use our time today, joining hearts, minds, and spirits to open ourselves to be channels for your healing light and love through our bodies, minds, spirits, families, communities, ancestors of our family lines and where we live, ancestor spirits, gratitude, be channels for that gift of light and love for the healing of the sacred hoop. May it be so. Oh. Right. oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that as always. <clears throat> so um, the question that came in uh, this week is, wait, let me click over to my notes here. Sorry. Um, I, I want to make sure I speak it properly. Um, I live in Chicago and do not have a lot of nature around me. And so much of what you talk about 
seems to have to do with nature. And that doesn't make it easy for me to feel connected to the principles you talk about. Could you address this? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Immediately, I get an image of, uh, of a memory from many, many years ago, walking in uh, New York City. I think it was when Nicole's uh, 13th birthday, we went back to New York for, um, I, was, I was speaking at a, uh, making a presentation at a, at a cancer camp for kids and their families, the children and their families out in a beautiful estate in Long Beach. Long Island, I mean, uh, New York. And, and so um, I remember walking down the street, just get looking up at the, try to look up at the sky through the skyscrapers and it was hard to see. And uh, felt kind of closed in and cut off. And, and, and then I looked down at my feet, walking on a you know, huge wide concrete sidewalk. And there was like a weed. There was like a, a little low, lowly, kind of small little scraggly weed growing up through a crack in the sidewalk, reaching for the sun. And I was so touched that, that in the midst of all that concrete and asphalt and, and uh, vibratory energy of the city, kind of chaotic, uh, there was, there was what, what the Weech old people call great grandmother growth. There was a manifestation of her power to grow life coming up through that concrete. So I remember that image comes into my awareness first thing in response to the to the question and and um, just to acknowledge what's true that, that I think it is harder to connect with nature in the city it's not impossible it's possible to do and I'll share some some uh, um, guidance about uh, suggestions about how to do that, but first to acknowledge the truth. It's harder to connect with nature in the city, in Chicago or New York City or Los Angeles or any Mumbai or any place around the world um, than it is when you're out in nature, unencumbered nature, and that's what's mm -hmm. all around you pouring into your senses. So, how to connect with, with nature in the city? Well, as I always say, everything starts with intention. So if you, if that's what you want to do, you want to connect with nature, then um, what's true is if you, if you drop your awareness down deep enough beneath wherever you are in the city, either on the 80th floor of the high rise or on the sidewalk or on the train or whatever, the subway or wherever you are in the city, drop your awareness down, down through your body, down to the bottom of your feet and the floor and keep dropping down until underneath the building or wherever you are, Mother Earth is there. Mother Earth is there. She hasn't gone anywhere. She's just under all these layers. So you have to work harder to connect with her by dropping down. And equally so, rising the energy up, up, up through your upper body and out through the doorway, Kapavi at the top of your head and rising up, up, up into the upper world, into the sky. The sky is up there. It didn't go anywhere. You might only be able to see a little little piece of it through the, you know, through the skyscrapers. But the sky is up there. Got to work a little harder to connect with it. And uh, <clears throat> in the daytime, when it's light out, whether you can see Father, Son or not, again, obstructed by the buildings, Father's son is equally up there. 
as anywhere else in the world where there aren't some skyscrapers where you're out in nature. While the sun is equally up there and equally sending down that stardust energy that, that's the life force of our, of our being, of our planet. Just got to work harder <clears throat> to connect with it. Got to work harder to connect with it. And then uh, two other things come to me. One is just to be with your breathing. Right there in the middle of Manhattan, in the middle of the Bronx, in the middle of Times Square, wherever you are, if you're alive, you're being breathed. And that's coming in from nature. That's not coming in from those buildings. That's not coming in from, from uh, you know, anything that's created by, by humankind in the city. It's coming in from great spirits, coming in from the great mystery. And so you're able to bring your awareness to being breathed and then you're in communion. You're in communion with the breathing universe. And so every breath you take is opportunity to, to access consciously that communion with, with the powers of nature that create the breath of life and sustain and nourish your life. And wherever you go in the city as wherever you go out in nature, in the desert, or in, or in the ocean, in the, in the mountains, in the forest, um, the sun comes up in the east. Father, the sun comes up in the east. There's a power coming in from the east, illumination. There's a power coming from the south. There's a power coming from the west. There's a power coming from the north and from above and below. There's a, those powers coming from the universe wherever you are. They're equally being given wherever you are. You just have to work harder to get in touch with them. And so that brings you back to your intention. If your intention is to connect with those powers of nature, instead of putting energy into, um, uh, which I, I think is easy to do in the city, bemoaning the fate of that that you can't see or or, or nature the way you could out out outside of the city, um, put your energy into what you can do to connect with nature because it's on you whether you want to connect with it or not, and it's possible for you to do that. And lastly, um, when I do go out and run them in the city or any city, one of the things I do is I look for trees, I look for trees. I look for, I look for any sign of, of uh, um, manifestations of nature. And I also see birds in the city, possible to see birds and weeds coming out of the sidewalk, like I said. So I look for those signs of physical manifestation also to remind me about the presence, living, breathing, presence of, of uh, Mother Nature and all her powers that are available for me to access in the city. I just got to work a little harder to do it. Oh. Oh, thank you. Right. <clears throat> As you were um, talking, the, f the words, like the phrase, the city, I felt like that could be a symbol too for um, just when we feel really out of touch with our own inner nature or we feel like we're in the darkness and we can't see the light, um, you know, whatever challenges we may face on a, a given day, um, the way this question was asked of feeling like when I'm in the city and I can't see nature, how do I feel connected to it? How does shamanism and how do shamanic principles apply to me? when I'm in that space. Um, so I feel like that that's such a good metaphor for how do we remember um, the teachings of, of shamanic principles when, when we're feeling like we're just totally 
disconnected. And I know that first thing you're going to say is remembering we are connected. <laughs> but, um, about remembering that we are connected. That's uh, like a place place to start. But look at you just thinking you know what I'm going to say. I know, right? <laughs> a couple of years of listening. I listen to yeah. you sometimes. Um, but but uh, but troublemakers. I know. <laughs> um, but it brought up in for me a question um, about those of us who do feel like we try to walk with this these principles, remembering the principles of of interconnection, um, connection to nature as part of nature. Um, with those people that don't have that sense, right? And how we can have um, compassion, how can we have compassion and understanding without being like patronizing, you know, because like, if we're all connected, we, we should all be striving to be bridge builders every day, right? And whatever challenge is coming up. Um, and yet, it's so easy um, particularly with the technologies we have today to get really divided and it's like tribalistic, you know, it's like us versus them um, mentality. So how can we use those same principles to have compassion without being judgmental? How can, how can I, how can we, any of us, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. passion um, for basically just to expand what you're saying uh anyone who disagrees with us about <laughs> yeah you could expand it to that yeah it's, it's yeah. important for us and they believe the yeah. opposite thing you know they don't yeah yeah climate, they don't believe in the they think climate change is a, is a hoax uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, right but you're right it could be as it could be a daughter disagreeing with her dad it could be a husband and wife disagreeing two business colleagues any sort of disagreement, how can we bring shamanic principles into that place more so we can be bridge builders and healers instead of creating more judgments and separation? But, okay. Okay. Let me listen. <laughs> mm. Well, a stream of thoughts and associations uh, come up, but uh, one is that um, we're all, uh, and, and science, science and the physicists tell us, we're all in, in the ongoing process that takes place unconsciously of creating a, a, a virtual reality um, uh, that is our experience. So we're all, we're energy fields embedded with an infinite energy field with all other kinds of temporary manifestations or particular patterning of manifestation of vibrating energy, all intermeshed and it's all happening. So, um, and within it all is the great mystery, is the great spirit, that, that great spirit's present in everyone and everything and everywhere and uh, always seeking to work for the, for the greatest good, but but um, everybody is is uh, manifesting based on their particular operating principles of uh, all unconsciously of psyche, soul, spirit, karma uh, realities, creating their virtual virtual reality, uh, pictures of what's happening, which is not what's happening. What we see with our eyes, the, the objects, each other right now, uh, are. are 
the, our, our brains, our consciousness is creating the, the image that we're quote unquote seeing, but it's all really energy. So in recognizing that everybody is, is creating their own virtual reality as their own, you might say, sensitivity of lens perception, uh, like the opening of the camera is experiencing the infinite vibrating universe in, a, in their own particular way. Everybody has their own sensitivity, their own attunement. And so rather than getting into arguments or judgments about who's wrong or right, if I'm uh, experiencing uh, some ego reactivity to being in an interaction with someone who, uh, like, who doesn't believe in climate change with the horrors that are going on in the world, like what just happened in, in, in Maui, um, as a result of man-made uh, change in, in the climate and all the rhythms and cycles of, of nature that we've been, been violating and raping and abusing and, and uh, leading to the consequences of how it's feeding back to us now with these, with these challenges trying to get us to wake up. So uh, rather than um, be in judgment, uh, about another person, because as soon as I allow judgment to run, which get, gets triggered a hundred times a day or more, if I allow it to run, then my heart's closed, and I'm and I'm reinforcing the, the false perception of separation, which is the positive dynamic from where all the problems come from anyway. The belief in illusionary belief, in, uh, or the belief in in, in uh, illusionary perceptions mm -hmm. of separation. So rather than judge, then um, what opens my heart uh, is to, well, let me try to understand how the other person is experiencing, what their understanding is of their experiences. Let me try to understand where that's coming from. Let me under try to understand how that's come about in their, in their own minds. And, and, and what can I learn about that? What, what might I be able to learn from this other person's uh, perception? Not that I agree with it, but what, uh, what might I I'd be open to if I look at things in a different way and try to understand where they're coming from and just see what that brings up inside of me. If, if nothing else, it provides me information about how to, if my, if my goal is, is to experience connection and joining with that person instead of feeding alienation through the judgment, uh, so that we might make a human connection that might open the door to, to, to compassion, recognizing our underlying uh, human uh, connectivity. You know, we're all human beings. It's one family, one, one family of human beings. And um, how might I interact with this person uh, with compassion, with, with kindness and with love and with understanding and how that might uh, open their uh, mind to wondering about um well this person isn't just judging me they're they're just they're different from me but they're not just judging me and i'm feeling a positive loving respectful energy and that just kind of softens the energy and opens up to uh to connection and it's through uh it's through conscious uh, connection of recognizing how we all are connected that we can start treating each other in a better way a kinder way and uh heal the wounds of separation and and uh, join together our our potential access, wisdom, guidance, the creative power of the universe to, to um, birth through how we live and treat each other and Mother Earth and Mother Ocean, uh, the kind of world we're capable of creating, a healthy and just and peaceful and diverse and happy win-win uh, world for all. And that's what we're here to do, to show up and try to do our part to be a part of birthing that. May it be so. Oh, that's what comes up for me. All that's right. Good.
Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, I want to remind folks that they can put questions um, in the chat. And um, so a question that came up, well, not a question, I guess it's a request, since we always include a visualization in Shamanic Sundays. Um, and as you were <clears throat> talking, um, I've been thinking a lot lately about like the false truths that we hold. Um, and uh, so when you were saying about like, you're right, I'm wrong, you know, if when we go into situations with that kind of mentality, I'm right, you're wrong. Um, I remember when I was separating from an important relationship in my life and, and we were um, working with a therapist and the therapist said, um, you know, as we were starting to bicker about like, you said this and you did that and, you know, that kind of thing. And the therapist said, let's just stick with feelings because there's no right or wrong with feelings, right? Like you can argue the facts till you're we're not here anymore, but you can't really argue someone's feelings because that's just their experience, right? So it reminded me of what you just said about, you know, how, how we enter into situations and, and deal with the sticky, sticky, challenging moments um, of, of holding these sort of false, false pretenses that prevent us from connecting to one another. So on that note, if you could um, maybe guide us in a visualization of, of, stepping into a dark and challenging moment and um, using some shamanic principles and tools to, to be a bridge builder more in those moments and to keep our hearts open to creating more peace for ourselves and for others. <laughs> How's that sound? Uh, that's, that's pretty juicy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me see if I'm getting you right. Um, put in my own words, when my, my reactivity buttons are pushed by the stimulus of how another person's <clears throat> manifesting or not manifesting, and, and I'm contracting, and I'm in, from judgment and tight, and mm, uh, my energy pipes are you know clogged up with this mm, anger energy, or, um, or whatever the energy feelings, the feeling energies are. Um, what kind of shamanic principles can I might I call on to to shape shift that energy state? Am I getting that right? Yep. Okay. That sounds right. All right. So let's just drop in there. Let's visualize together. Yeah. Invitation to uh, drop into our looks within place. Always there. Always available to us wherever we go. There's our looks within place and opportunity to let go of of the, perce the perceptions of separation and open up to the with our eyes closed seeing quote unquote no things there is no separation and it can remind us of of what in our aramaic uh, language um ancient aramaic uh, language the word alaha alaha sacred unity sacred unity sacred unity letting our our identity with ego uh, Kind of dissolve a little bit because that's kind of a destruct a, a, a constrictive force that limits our, our sense of who and what we are uh, cuts us off from the from the truth of that we're way what way, way much more than our ego identities and its associated stories and and uh, and beliefs so just opening opening breathing in breathing out and coming back to or bringing awareness to the question asked within ourselves in this moment of being live, what do I want to experience? 
How do I want to experience this moment of being alive? In truth, I'm alive now. In truth, I don't know how much longer I'll be alive. Five minutes, five breaths, don't know. Five years, 50 years, don't know. But I do know I'm alive right now. The only time I can experience whatever I want to experience. So what do I want to experience? Do I want to experience a reinforced sense of, of, of separation, of disconnection, of suffering? A guaranteed way to, to achieve success with that, that intention is put energies into judging the other person or ourselves. Judging, judging. There's a constriction. There's the cutoff. There's the, the, uh, the, the alienation from the source of our being, the creative wisdom power of the universe. If my decision in being alive today, if your decision in being alive today is, no, I, I've had enough suffering in my life, I'd rather open my awareness to experiencing something positive and pleasant uh, in the midst of whatever challenges are in the world or in my life. What, how might I use the instrumentality of my mind and my consciousness to open my awareness using the breath flowing in of fuel Open my awareness to great spirit's presence, breathing in peace, breathing in ease, breathing in comfort, breathing in tenderness, breathing in caring, breathing in life force energy, healing light and love energy flowing in, moving through us, softening our hearts, opening our hearts. And a guaranteed way to experience a sense of inner peace is to focus on giving. Instead of getting, focus on giving. Breathing into our hearts, opening our hearts and envisioning in whatever way your creativity might give it to you, the sense of that blossoming light and love in your heart, flowers blossoming of light and love and kindness and tenderness and strengthened with each new breath in. And send that out to that person who's pushing your buttons. Or that part of yourself that's pushing yourself, pushing, pushing reactive judgments within you. Oh, sending out, strengthened with each new breath, healing, light, and love into that person, that situation, that aspect of yourself. And recognizing, opening awareness to recognizing. In this moment of being alive, the fact that I was experiencing uh, struggle or hurt or discomfort or pain or, or negativity or fear or anxiety, mm, just no judgments about it, just noticing it, but also notice how that's connected with an identity of ego that separates us from the oneness that's the deeper part of our being. The opening awareness to the breath flowing in, opening heart, owning. I'd like to experience being alive right now, feeling more connected with spirit's presence, deep, infinite inner peace, with healing, light, and love flowing through me. Healing, healing, flowing where it needs to go, bringing through a healing flow, soft, open heart, and I'm connected with everyone. 
and that person who or aspect of myself is pushing buttons is 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 trying to do the best they can with whatever the wounds are and the scars are and the experiences of their lives that have that have unconditional excuse me unconsciously conditioned their beliefs about who they are and what they are and that they're coming from fear on the deepest level coming from fear and ignorance ignorance of who and what we really are and our interconnectedness fear that comes from uh, feeling separate so in every moment when we catch our, our, our experience that we're suffering looking at this is an opportunity to, to, to wake up and to, to go inside and see what's the role i'm playing in creating my, my experience of suffering what what aspect of myself am i identifying with what stories am i fueling what stories am I telling myself with the feeling of my intention, believing as if they're true? And what's the impact of those stories? And when they're painful, suffering, have the power to pull a plug on it. Release, let go. What doesn't serve being alive in this moment? And then opening to receive the flow of healing, light, and love coming into us, illuminating us, polishing up our stardust, helping us to wake up and remember we're sacred, worthy, luminous beings we are loved we are loved by the power of the universe and we are loved what's our love for our purpose in being here to give it to receive it to celebrate it to live love now in this moment of being alive so every moment of button about button triggering reactivity is, a, is an opportunity a vehicle of opportunity wake up, see the role I'm playing in causing my pain. And if that's not what I want, pull in the plug and co-creating, weaving wisely, weaving wisely, co-creating with the power of the universe, the experience that I want to experience in my awareness in this moment. And to the extent that I choose to experience inner peace, to the extent that I choose to experience and, 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 and attune with and connect with, infinite unconditional sweet honey of, of of cosmic love at the essence of my being i can be a channel for extending that out into the into the world into humanity to waking up so that we can all work cooperatively to heal this sacred hoop that we're gifted of being a part of for the time of our lives and so May it be so for all of us, because none of us are here by accident. We all have that deeper purpose in being here to wake up and remember the truth of our being. And let the light and love flow. The phone's ringing. The cosmic phone is ringing. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. May it be so. Oh, each of us listening to our the phone calls of our lives. Hey. Oh, nobody else. Thank you. I, Dad, I, I have to tell you, I always have appreciated <clears throat> how you always, whatever comes up, like when you're, I, I remember as a kid seeing you, you know, in like public speeches that you were giving, you know, on stage somewhere and some baby would start crying in the audience or, you know, something would happen and you just always weave it in, whatever's happening so beautifully. And, and so the way you just did that with the phone ringing, because at first, you know, my judgmental self was, oh my gosh, we forgot to get the phone out of the way, so it doesn't, you know, bother bother our, our um, all of our experience here. And then you say that the cosmic phone calls that we get, 
And I love that. And um, it just is like a perfect thing to bring us into wrapping up here for today and heading out into the week and, and being aware and open to the cosmic phone calls we get. And then um, the, the I love what you said about weaving wisely, that, that whomever and whatever we, we um, you know, engage with in the coming week that we weave, weave, weave wisely as the cosmic phone calls come into us. Oh, maybe so that's so. the prayer that I want to offer for inspired by your words and for our, our community out there. So thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank you all for being here again with us today. And, and please um, continue to share with your family and friends that, that you think may benefit from this time. And um, it's always just wonderful to see see you here and know that you're there with, with all of our hearts open and minds open together, sharing and, and being channels of, of good wisdom together. So thank you, popsters. Thank you. Thank you all. And, and may we all listen to the cosmic phone calls and weave wisely and send, send Tom a note how that goes for you this week. And if you have any questions about it for us to follow up with next week. So, oh. okay. Take care. Bye. Thanks again for joining us today. Make sure to check back regularly for more inspiration. And if you enjoyed this, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review on Apple Podcasts telling us what you learned. Also share it with a friend via text or email. Remember, most of all, you are a sacred, worthy, luminous being, and we are so thrilled to share this regenerative journey with you.